Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Cheese Fries and Italian Golf Shoes podcast, where we are looking back at the high school musical film series. We are looking at all three movies, and we've already done two of them, which means that today it's time to talk about the third, High School Musical 3, Senior Year. It's time to get into it all. And of course, we are talking about the first part of that movie today. Here, I am Matt alongside my co-host, Matt. Matt, what is going on? I I can't believe it. I can't believe we've made it to the third movie already. We're already two-thirds of the way done. Feels like, you know, just a few days ago we started this project because it was just a few days ago. But, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about this one. Unfortunately, there is uh, no golfing shoes in this one. And I don't believe any cheese fries, although, to be determined, it was uh, was New York Deli at, at the cafeteria. So I don't know if cheese fries fit into that theme. My goodness, what a big focus on New York Deli. Uh, <laughs> I don't, and I don't know why. But. Like You count that like firmly in the category of things that you have no memory of, or I, you know, <laughs> the general you. At least I had no memory of uh, the focus on New York Deli in High School Musical 3. But um, yeah, uh, High School Musical 3, we are in the movie theaters, baby. Yeah, this was this was big. It it uh, came out in theaters. I am I have to imagine that you definitely saw this in the theater. Um, am I correct in that assumption? Yes, and you know, multiple times. Uh, Did you I've, see it? Opening night? I can't remember for sure. I mean, I definitely have the ticket somewhere because when I was a kid, I saved every movie ticket that I ever had, um, nice. which, you know, probably seemed kind of weird then. But like now I'm like, oh, look at all these movie tickets I have that I can look back on and see when I saw like the third Harry Potter uh, or whatever <laughs> it is. But yeah, no, um, I definitely saw it many times, just like the Hunger Games. I know I saw those many times. Like when I liked a movie, I was always there watching it. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, by the time High School Musical 3 came out, I could not justify it to myself seeing it in theaters, especially since I, I don't think I had anyone that would be willing to go with me at that point. Uh, you know, it, 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 we had started high school. I was 14 at this point. I think we are high school is kind of the moment where where people are at least starting to pretend that High School Musical is not cool anymore, at least in my friend group. And, you know, so I, I, I couldn't spend money to go to a movie by myself that would just end up uh, in me getting made fun of. So unfortunately, it took a, a very long time for me to finally see High School Musical 3 colon senior year. What a shame. I mean, I I am glad, that, you know, that you finally watched it and we finally got here, of course, you know, better late than never. But um, the just the thrill of, you know, waiting for High School Musical 3 to come out, knowing it was going to be in theaters. I mean, it was like no 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 surprise that it ended up going to theaters. It's, if anything, a surprise that High School Musical 2 wasn't in theaters. Um, I pulled up the uh, the Disney Channel original movies, like the highest rated list. Um, High School mm-hmm. Musical 2, you know, to this day and probably forever, you'd have to imagine, or at least for the foreseeable future, is holding the record way at the top of that list. Uh, first place overall uh, it, with 17.2 million viewers. On wow. Yeah. I don't, night. especially with uh, today's TV numbers, I, I don't see that ever being beaten. Right. Um, and uh, High School Musical 3 also did did very well in, uh, in theaters. Like people were, I, I read that it was like at the time it was like the highest uh grossing opening weekend for a musical film of all time mm-hmm. yeah I, I it's uh definitely you know the the series when it was at <laughs> when it was coming out like in those years when it was just like the phenomenon it was uh huge yeah it's crazy it made 252 million at the box office and uh i i unfortunately did not contribute to that it would like i said it would take a while luckily for me 
I would, uh, when I went to college, I had a good friend in college who was very big into the High School Musical series, and he was pretty well liked. So High School Musical became cool again <laughs> when I went to college. We watched the original many times. I feel like someone must have had it on like DVD or something because uh, Disney Plus wasn't a thing back then. So I don't know how we would watch High DVDs, School Musical yeah. if it was yeah if it wasn't on TV. And then eventually, one fateful day in my in my junior year of college, we were watching Disney Channel at, in my apartment as we would do mm-hmm. sometimes, and. Uh, we saw that it was coming up next and I was like, oh my God, I've never seen this. Is this today? And he was like, yes. And we made a big deal out of it. We sat down, you know, made, made some snacks, watched the whole movie. People were coming in and out being like, what's going on? And we we're like, listen, don't talk. We're watching High School Musical 3. I've never seen it before. This is a big deal. So that is, that's, that's when it happened. And I haven't watched it many more times after that. This is probably like maybe the fifth time I've seen it overall. I definitely not. Yeah. I mean, which is pretty good for like any movie. Like I'm saying like only five times, but um, yeah, in compared to High School Musical 2 and especially High School Musical 1, I've seen this much less than the other two, which, I mean, High School Musical, the first one is definitely in double digits, and I would assume the second one is probably approaching double digits as well. Yeah, no, I mean, we talked about this, you know, I think in, in our first podcast of just, it's probably the same for everybody of just, we've all seen uh, the third one the least because it was just towards, you know, uh, at the end of the series, it's like, you know, uh, you don't have to go back and rewatch the first two to get you hyped up for the third anymore. And it's just, uh, you know, one is the classic, two was, you know, a big favorite of uh, myself and maybe a lot of other people at the time. So there was a lot of reason to rewatch those. But then once the series is done, it's like, all right, next time I probably rewatch all of it, I'm probably going to watch all of them together. And it's not like you do that too often. So, right. Yeah. Um, definitely Disney Plus is a boat. yeah. Disney Plus is a game changer though. Now that we oh, have sure. them all readily available and can just watch them whenever we want, that's uh, yeah. I'll never have this problem again of like having to wait for High School Musical three to come on Disney Channel for me to see it for the first time. I don't know how familiar you are with like DComs in general, but do you have any idea what the second highest rated uh, DCOM premiere was? Um, I know it's like a man. Is it big, a big question? Is it the Camp Rock sequel? Uh, no, Camp Rock, well, the sequel of Camp Rock is actually down at number seven on the list. The original Camp Rock is at number three, which is uh, tied wow. with tied with Descendants 2. So I'm, I'm not super familiar with the Descendants series. Uh, that's a 2017, uh, the Descendants 2 came out in 2017. I don't know when the first one came out, assuming that's, the, I don't know. Uh, I really I, don't know anything about that. I have no idea about them. Um, it's like, I guess for the younger kids. Um, but no, the, the one at number two is not, um, it's a movie, but it's not. Just a movie. It's based on a TV show, if there's a clue there. Based on a TV show? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank here. What is it? Alex Russo. Oh, the uh, the Wizards of Waverly Place. Uh, Wizards what, what... of Waverly Place movie at 11.4 million viewers comes is that in just what... two. Oh, man. Six million behind. Is that just what it was yeah. called? It didn't have a fancy name for the movie? Just the Wizards, Wizards of Waverly, of Waverly Place, Place, Place the movie. Wow. Okay. The musical the series. <laughs> all so. right good for them that makes sense yeah which is waverly place definitely very popular show so yeah, no music tracks. in that one so man can't believe it people still liked it um no it was great uh what a, what an you know epic uh conclusion to that series there uh for another day for that conversation and the high school musical the original is down at number nine on the list so uh i mean uh like overall it's i guess like 11 kind of because there's a couple of movies tied in spots higher on the list uh but yeah the you know the even still, not bad for a premiere of a movie that, like, who knew Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, right. you know, Ashley, who knew all these people, people at didn't the know time? Yet. People didn't know that they were supposed to be very excited for this movie yet, so. Right, but they still were, but 7.7 million uh, viewers, so uh, it's going to jump up by 10 million viewers for High School Musical 2, as it should on my birthday, um, and 
that's where we are. So we're going to take it to the movie theaters for High School Musical 3. It is time for senior year. Summer is over. And, uh, you know, these kids continue to just look so much older every time we see them because, you know, a full year in their lives have gone past. But uh, for us, it's only been, you know, a matter of January 20, uh, 20, uh, January 2006 or whatever until this is essentially the fall of 2006. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, I, yeah, because the second one's summer, this one's fall. Does it take fall place in fall or, um, because they're, they're doing, they're going to do the spring musicale in this. Yeah, no. So we're, I guess we're back at the winter of, yeah, uh, it, I would imagine this probably takes place like about a year after the, the first movie, because mm-hmm. this is probably the big championship game. We yeah. don't get the whole uh, preamble about how they have to practice for it. We kind of just start off right right in the middle of the game this time. Um, of course, it's against West High again. Still no proof there's any other schools in this district. Just the mm-hmm. big rivalry between East and West High. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to, to take that point, I guess that, you know, we can just kind of assume it's not like they said anything otherwise that uh, Troy, Gabriella, the whole gang kind of skipped out on the fall musicale, the pre-winter musicale, the winter musicale, <laughs> um, and, you know, the spring musicale is coming up. We're going to find out more about that later. But it really is just very situational of when they decide these guys want to sing or not. You know, they found their passion here with uh, yeah. performing together, but they don't always care enough to do it. It really, it really comes and goes with them. You never, you never know when they're gonna get uh, bit by the musical bug again. And uh, I, I mean, if not for Kelsey in this one, they may never have gotten back into it. Yeah, crazy. Um, so let's let's get into it all. Where we're let's gonna open it. up this movie. It's uh, Troy Bolton right on right on our screens, sweating his uh, big mop of a head of hair off um big basketball games happening it looks like we are in the final seconds of the first half of the game the crowd is super into it everyone's chanting summer 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 su- <laughs> oh, just kidding wrong movie um but the crowd's cheering they're getting into it and uh it turns out that uh, the wildcats aren't doing so well here they're actually losing as we uh break for intermission no yeah like, like i said we, we've no lead up to them saying that this is the big game or anything we just kind of jump straight into the action and um, they're, they're down by, they're going to go into half down like 21 points or something. And I mean, th- this right, right off the bat, like we, we get right into it and it's, you know, Zach Efron, very sweaty in the middle of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, you can just tell that this already has a, a different feel than the other movies right off the bat. It's like a very cinematic experience. We had the, you know, the, the big Disney logo and the high school musical three title card to, to lead us into the action. And, you know, feeding into that, this does not even look like a regular high school basketball game. Like, I know it's probably the big championship game, but it looks like they're playing in, like, a gigantic stadium, and it's all sold out. Everyone's into it. The, the you know, the cheerleaders, the fans, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the coaches are all yelling and everything. So everyone is here, in like, to f- pack in the, their giant gymnasium um, and to see that they're really, uh, they're really getting crushed here. They have to go down back into the locker room at halftime and uh, get kind of the big pump-up speech. I mean, the West High Knights got pretty embarrassed last year, so you can imagine they were going to come into this game, you know, uh, full force, you know, ready to take down East High and, and not let, you know, Troy and Gabriella run off and sing and distract them from a game again. Again, like the That's frustration true. that they must have gone through after that loss, uh, I can't even imagine. Like, we really just walked into the room, into that auditorium, let them sing, distract us, take <laughs> us out of the moment, and then go back, be pumped up on their own court and, and win the game. Like, no, you can't let that happen, so... Uh, West right. High is certainly, you know, taking charge here. And like you said, they do go back. They're all pretty defeated in the locker room. Um, I was, you know, confused as to why they all put their jackets back on as they head into the locker room. Like all of them are sweating and, you know, kind of gross and uh, had just been playing basketball for the past. However, <laughs> and they're all like suited back up and like full, you know, like. Yeah, whatever. I wouldn't want to do that, but I don't know. I guess they got to they got to stay warm during during halftime. 
It was very strange. Um, but yeah, uh, Coach Bolton comes in to pump them all up and he has one key, you know, phrase for them. 16 minutes. There's 16 minutes left in this game in the entire season. And for the seniors on this team, you only have 16 minutes left in a Wildcat uniform for the rest of your life. Uh, you know, unless you're getting held back, I guess. But he doesn't mention that. Um, okay. So make them count. And, uh, you know. It's it's now or never, right? Uh, how inspiring from Coach Jack Bolton there, and he's going to turn the tables over to Troy and I guess Chad. Chad's co-captain now. Is that what's going on? Yeah, Coach calls for the captains plural here because it looks like Chad has been uh, promoted to co-captain, so good for him. And you know, it's their job to kind of motivate the rest of the team from here. I love that Troy starts off his big motivational speech just by going, "Hey guys," <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> talking to them for like the first time. <laughs> Uh, hey. yeah, interesting. Hey guys, how's how's it going? Uh, yeah, uh, sixteen minutes, I guess. Now or never. And then, yeah. but then he he gets into it. He you know kind of pumps him up. And it looks like Chad's job uh, is just to do what he does best and start the uh, what team rallying cry here. Yeah, that's that's you know because Troy gives his little speech and then turns over to Chad and Chad's looking around like, well, what the hell do I say? Uh, <laughs> what team? Wildcats. Like, Troy, you already what took team? all you already Wildcats. took all the good stuff. So I guess I'll just you know start screaming what team and it it, it does well, work because they're gonna storm back game. onto the court as uh as the first song's gonna play here now or never this is the last time to get it right this is the last That's chance the to make it all night mm-hmm. we gotta show what we're all about teamwork work together this is the honestly last i'm probably i'm probably gonna know uh very little of any of these words i definitely this have the the melodies down long. by virtue of listening to the soundtrack a bunch of times but you know, like I said, just yeah, pretty much even less so than the than the last movie. My uh, my knowledge of the lyrics go down exponentially with each, with each movie that we get to. So you're going to like rank all these songs like below all the other two when we get to the podcast 10. But we'll, we'll save that. Yeah, listen, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but it, it might it might oh, just no. happen. There's definitely like some there's definitely some gems in this one that will rank pretty high. But and even this one, you know, I, I think it's a good idea to have this first song be the, the big basketball number kind of hooks people right away. Like I said, the, the fans, cheerleaders, coaches are all pumped up during this. Oh, yeah. And uh, these movies in general, great with their great with their opening numbers oh yeah uh, i don't know how it'll stack up to the to the first two but it definitely does a, a great job in getting me you know, invested in this movie right off the bat yeah we get like right into it here uh with you know the we're well we got a little bit of like learning about what the you know tension is here and why this game is so important like we quickly figure out it's that championship game that we saw last time around um and you know we're not going to do some get your head in the game focusing on the big game we are in the game right now and it is now or never um so we, we see martha cox is uh you know kind of like leading the cheerleaders out there so everybody's here um we don't know it just yet um and it's funny because i took a note saying this wild cop mascot is ugly as hell forgetting <laughs> that we were later going to find out that ryan's inside the suit um so pretty much everybody's here i don't know if sharpay's around but everybody else is you know here for this big game uh it's a big moment to kind of set where are we going with this movie like are we going to start in a good note uh, you know, spoiler alert. Yeah, we are. But this song really gets everybody all pumped up. Uh, the basketball team went from, you know, we never want to sing. We never, you know, we, we hate music. Uh, screw you, Troy, to uh, now we're all going to sing our way through this game and uh, make sure that we are, you know, getting it right, showing them what it's all about, working together, because uh, that's how the Wildcats do. Yeah, I mean, they, they've realized that the probably the best chance they have at winning is to start breaking out in song and dance during it. You know, it never fails them before. So why that's probably why they were losing so much in the first half, because they didn't have yep. this inspirational number to pump them up. And, you know, Troy, Troy's going to go down here. He's fouled pretty hard. We get some nice cinematic slow motion and we, we get an, an iconic Troy! part to this. Already. Yeah. Troy! 
Right <laughs> now I can hardly breathe. Gabrielle is going to stand up and they're just going to sing to each other here. It's amazing. I, believe. I hope if I'm and ever that's doing... That's all I really need. So come on, make me strong. It's time mm-hmm. to turn it up. Game on. That was beautiful. I hope if I'm ever doing something as important as this, someone stands up in the middle of it and just tells me that they believe in me. Oh my God! What a, what a moment there! Like it's I mean, so granted, I think all of this is like in Troy's head or in the yeah. in the team's head. So like you know, I don't know what Gabrielle is actually doing, but the way that like this is all staged, we you know where all of the you know everybody that's cheering on the Wildcats has these like cards to flip up over their head so they can kind oh, of yeah. hide themselves under like a big poster for the Wildcats while Gabriella shines right up and through uh, to give Troy some inspiration as he's like in La La Land from getting fouled so hard uh, and just gives Troy the inspiration he needs to get to these final two minutes of the game know what the plan is to to go and get them a win yeah i just love i just love the initial just belting out Try. Try. <laughs> it's so good and i mean this is i mean this is gonna help them come back everyone's pumped now troy's troy's got his head back in the game because uh he, he and gabrielle got to sing to each other whether in his mind or in real life and so they uh I guess it really gets down to it. They're, I guess they're down by probably like one point or so now at the end, and they're going to get into the huddle. Troy is Troy's so good at there. They have him triple teamed, but Troy now serves as the coach as well as the captain because Troy's dad is like, I don't know. You tell me. You tell me what we do now. So he, he thinks they should put in uh, our, new, our new friend Rocket Man. Great, Rocket Man. Great nickname, by the way. Troy's to tell him to like calm down, which honestly, good for this guy even making it onto, which I'm assuming is the varsity basketball team. You wouldn't think by the looks of him that he would. Uh, he, <laughs> I thought you were going to say good for this good. guy making it onto the final movie for like no good reason, but. <laughs> That too. <laughs> also, that good, good for this random person to make it into the final movie and have uh, such a big part right off the bat here. Yeah, I gotta, you know, at some point, I'll, actually, I'll do it between now and part two. But I, I need to like look up the guy who plays Rocket Man and see has he done more since then. Like, what's his deal? Um, because you would think that this could be like a big, big breakout moment. But like every time, every, 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 every time I watch High School Musical three, I forget about Rocket Man and also uh, Tiara Gold, Sharpay's assistant that we're going to meet in a little bit. Um, I completely forget their presence. And then when the movie starts, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this stuff. Uh, yeah. How could you how could you forget about Rocket Man? Do you know uh, Rocket Man's actual character name? Uh, no. I think it was I, I just had it pulled up. It's like Jimmy Zara or something. Oh, let, like this, that's his actual his character's name, not the yes, actor. his character is no, yeah, um, not, not yeah, the, no. He's not the actor. No. Yeah, yes, exactly. He just goes by Rocket Man. In so, this- yeah. Troy's plan here is that, you know, we're going to put in Rocket Man, this guy who's like this dorky dork dork who's been sitting on the on the bench with like very long, like dramatic, like dramatically long hair, like to kind of be like, this is what Troy used to kind of look like when he was young and, you know, dorky dork. Um, so he tells this, this kid he's going in. Keep your eye on Troy. Like, that's how we're going to get through the end of this game. Uh, his dad's very he's like, are you sure? Like, that's your plan here? And he's like, trust me, we got this. Like, I just sang to Gabriella and I know what we're doing now. Um so they sing and dance through the rest of the song. You know, everybody's getting there to the end. Uh, Troy passes the ball at the last second to Rocket Man, who shoots, scores. The hero that we all knew was coming. Uh, East High wins. Yeah. Now, in in the post game analysis of this game, we, we're really gonna have to shit on West High here because, uh, like, Tr- Troy's dad doesn't think this will, this will work, but he trusts Troy enough to to let this spaz known as Rocket Man into the game. And surely you'd think they'd have a better play to go to this guy, but this is why Troy's the captain. He knows what's gonna work. Yeah. And. Uh, first of all, no one is covering this guy, which is fine, I guess. Although if you put this random guy in, you have to think the last play of the game might involve him in some way if he's now in the game. But that's besides the point. After he gets the ball, he stands there for maybe three full seconds and no one covers him at any point, even though he's Mm -hmm. literally right under the hoop with the basketball. And then when they do finally try to 
like to decide and cover him. It's like the most half-hearted attempt at a block I've ever seen. So I'm sorry, West High, but they definitely deserve to lose this game. But see, Troy's playing mind games. He 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 definitely you got to give him credit here because he realized that the best way to win this game is by playing a mind game with West High, knowing that like they were never going to cover Rocket Man. They were always going to come for him and the rest of the Wildcats. Like, why would you even bother putting attention on Rocket Man? This guy's a joke. And then you pass the ball to him at the final second. No one is blocking him at all because no one takes this guy seriously. He shoots and scores. I agree, but it wasn't the final second. I think he was just standing there for like three full seconds. He didn't even know what to do at first. They had plenty of time to get on him, but but they don't because uh, they're they of course they're not going to beat East High. The, the shot goes in, the crowd goes wild. They storm yes. the court. You know what what a comeback. We see Ryan in the mascot uniform. Um, I guess did he just get this um, new job to to like to be closer to his new best friends, or was he always the mascot? Um, definitely not always the mascot. There's no way that you know he had all that free time with uh, okay, yeah. Sharpay rehearsals and all. But I guess as he's gotten into senior year, he's kind of branching out and doing more outside of just living in Sharpay's shadow. So yeah, that makes sense. He's got some more uh, free time on his hands yeah, to, to do some fun mascot stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's all's well that ends well. East High wins. West High totally sucks and should stop trying, I guess. Um, And, you know, MVP of the game, Rocketman or Gabriella? I don't know, because the whole try (laughs) like that really helped. Yeah, they they don't win. Troy never has this inspiration to come up with the last play, if not for Gabriella. So I think we could maybe co-MVPs, but my vote's going to go to Gabriella here. You know, we haven't really talked about our friend Troy much in this podcast, because why would we? Uh, it doesn't really, you know, <laughs> Good point. have a direct correlation. But I do have this thought that maybe from now on, whenever I see him, I'm just going to go, Troy! <laughs> I mean, chances of him getting the reference are pretty low, but it would be great if he just started singing back to you. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, probably not going to happen. So uh, Troy Bolton and Chad are uh, going to, you know, I guess the, the post-game celebration is happening at the Bolton house with um, the entire East High school has made their way to Troy's house to have this big celebration. Uh, but how are they getting there? Well, apparently Troy's car broke down, his truck broke down. Um, so him and Chad actually had to like push it the rest of the way to get to uh, be parked in front of their house. Uh, I don't know what's happening here i mean we saw troy in the last one you know he was working on a car with his dad is this the same car uh why is he not driving that car if it's not the same car why does he have such a crappy car it's like it doesn't seem like this family is struggling for money and i like granted that's hard to you know fully uh know but like this guy is definitely in a position where he could Mm -hmm. not be driving the car that was found at some dump yeah, I mean, if this is the same car, I guess they didn't do a great job at fixing it up over the summer. We saw them working on it, but but I don't know. They yeah, Troy says because they have to push the car because Troy says he's he's saving up for a new fuel pump. I don't know, but apparently he can't just afford it. Maybe his uh, dad's trying to to teach him a lesson of like saving up money. He's like, listen, you you had all this money from your your summer job and you blew it. I'm not just gonna bail you out here and pay for your new fuel pump. I I, I guess it was fine when Troy drove to the game and then it just broke down on the way back and uh. Chad just happened to be there to push it back with him because obviously it wouldn't make sense for them to push it both ways. I guess it had to have broken down on the way back. Just so wild that that this is how we're entering the party. It's like, obviously, we're going to kind of get set up for a little bit more about, you know, uh, the cars and the junkyard and all that stuff later on. We'll we'll see more with Troy and Chad later. But um, it's just in this moment, you're like, what is going on here? Like, what is this part of the story? Um, But yeah, everybody's back at their house celebrating. We're in a a very themed here. Everybody's got their red and white wildcat best on. Um, Troy and Chad show up. They find Taylor and Gabriella having a great time and they're all laughing and having fun. Uh, Coach Bolton 
Bolton is there, or maybe Dad, we'll call him because we're at the Bolton household. Um, there's a guy from U of A here. Again, still, we're talking about, you know, Troy getting into college. Obviously, this is the senior year movie, but I'm just like, I thought he was in. Like, I thought, like, we, I thought we did this already. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, he never, like, signed on the dotted line, but, like, with everything, like, with being at the, uh, you know, talent show and performing there and um, just all of the games, all the scrimmages he was playing with the, the guys from the team last year, it was like, I thought we were already in on this like Troy's going um and maybe that's kind of what they're saying here but it's still I'm like are we still pitching him to them right I think we've gotten to the point where Troy has the scholarship if he wants it he's you know accepted no questions asked and now it's just a matter of does Troy actually want to do this which is what he will be uh contemplating throughout the rest of the film but we we get this big you know, we get the, a nice big celebration right in the middle of the movie or sorry, right in the beginning of the movie this time. And, you know, I'm sure the anticipation has been building up because everyone's like, where where's Troy? He had to push his car all the way home. So he, it's probably been like an hour and he's still not at yeah. the uh, at the party. yet. But everyone's having a good time here. You know, Kelsey on the turntables, obviously not a piano, but they've still put her to work at this party because she does not get a, any time off. And nope. Everyone is here and everyone's having a good time. I wonder like how excited the actual cast was to know that they were going to be on the big screen for this movie because you can just like sense the excitement among everyone here. Um, oh uh, yeah, maybe it could have something to do with it. Like we have to act extra fun because yeah, we're yeah. going to be on the movie screen rather than, you know, in 17 million people's homes. So who knows how many people sure. are going to watch us this time. Listen, um, I mean, all the kids are watching and I'm sure all of, uh, like some, some new parents are getting in on it now because the people yeah, that maybe. had to bring their kids to the, to the, uh, to the movie they, yeah. they're getting introduced to these characters for the first time but we also find out here that chad is also going to the u of a so that's mm-hmm. what uh you know uh, these guys are going to go off to their futures together they've been you know friends since pre-k and now it's going to keep on going um and chad's dad we're going to meet him here charlie danforth um so you know just some jokes back and forth uh eventually troy's going to break off he's going to actually run into the one the only the infamous rocket man who oh, yeah. was actually uh just upstairs in troy's room <laughs> Uh, he comes down. He's like, "Dude, your room is so sick, man! Like, sick house. Like, we should hang out tonight. Let's get to know each other, man. Like, you're, like, go hang out in your room. It's awesome up there." Troy's like, "What yeah, the fuck?" <laughs> he, he not not only has was he in Troy's room, which is weird to begin with, but he is not shy about telling Troy as much. And Tro- Troy's understandably weirded out by this guy. But I, I mean, this this guy's just so starstruck. I guess he doesn't know any better. And you know, I guess good for him. He shoots a shot, asks to hang out with Troy, but. Uh, Troy's going to be like, ah, no, nah, I kind of got to get the trophy. And he's going to be like, no, 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 I can get it for you, which is <laughs> it's crazy that Troy just lets him get the championship trophy. He probably dropped it like five times on the way back. But also like Troy's car probably doesn't even lock. So it's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like you probably should get it out of there before someone steals it. So yeah, I'm surprised um, I don't know they, why uh, they didn't bring it in. I'm surprised they didn't start a new High School Musical trilogy with starring uh, Rocket Man at the center. I of guess it. like that's what my thought. I'm like, is that what we're going for here? Like, if Rocket Man's success takes off, like, are we just High School Musical Four? Is <laughs> if Rocket Man the class was the, of Rocket the, Man and the breakout TR? star of this film? Would we have had a uh, three movies about a uh, Rocket Man and Tiara it, Gold? It seemed like that's kind of where things could have been leading to. But you know, for now, he's just going to go get the trophy, bring it, you know, somewhere uh, into the party. And like you mentioned, everybody's here having fun. Kelsey's here. Uh, we just cut around to see everybody having a great time. Um, oh, yeah. Troy, but- Troy can't walk two feet without being congratulated by someone. He's the he's the guy. He did it. He, he did it. And, you know, we're all here to celebrate him and the Wildcats. Uh, but Troy is going to take a, a bit of a you know break from the celebrating and just take some time with his girl, with Gabriella. They're up over in the treehouse that Troy has in his backyard, which he kind of explains is like, uh, you know, he made his dad build for him like, you know, when he was a kid. And, uh, you know, it's still standing to this day. So, you know, shout out to his dad's handiwork up there. And he tells her that she's the second girl that's ever been up there. And she's like, what? Did you just say, why did you tell me that? Uh, no, the first one was his mom. So, yes. uh, 
that's you know it's fine. Yeah, but the first was his mom, which is probably I guess where she's been hiding these first two movies. She she comes she's down from her one scene and then goes back up into the treehouse. That's possible. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know this treehouse existed, and neither neither did Gabriella apparently, even though. You know, because she calls it another one of his secret hiding spots. But I, I feel like if she's been in Troy's backyard at all, you have to think she's seen it before. But maybe. Uh... Let, let me just say Treehouse is iconic. Oh, yeah. Treehouse so in iconic. general. And also that treehouse does look very fun. My uh, one of my good friends in high school had a treehouse in his backyard, and that was a a phenomenal hangout place. I do feel like if I am a future homeowner and have future kids that I will do my best effort to get them a trampoline and a treehouse because that's what I wanted when I was a kid. Did not unfortunately have either really. Um, but anytime that I had a friend that had one of those, uh, yeah, you best believe I was up there. Like the the funny part was that like the one friend that I can think of off the top of my head that had the treehouse would always be like, oh no, it's gross up there. Like nobody, mm -hmm. like don't go up there. And I'm like, okay, maybe you had this treehouse your entire childhood and like got to go up there whenever you wanted. Um, but I'm going to go up in the the dirty treehouse because it's there and i want to go there. up yeah why not go in the dirty treehouse yeah so. I, I like i said i had the one friend that had it i definitely um if i have a future home will not be building a treehouse because i wouldn't even know where well, to begin with that it. but yeah i guess i could done. yeah i could have i could hire someone to build it for me i did have a trampoline at, at my house so that was always a fun time i agree well, you missed out by not having a trampoline i missed out i guess by our friendship not starting sooner I know it could we a lot of fun was was had on that uh, trampoline and you know lucky we never really had any big injuries so really lucked out. In, it's really uh, a question for me of like how many friends that I use for their trampoline like <laughs> uh, like you know subconsciously like I don't think I did it on purpose being like I'm gonna really you know solidify this friendship because of your trampoline but it never hurt to to right. have those and friends. You never ended the friendship. You're like I really don't want to hang out with this guy anymore, but he does still have that trampoline, yeah, so like I will uh, I'll really tough it tempting. out for the for the last couple of years of high school. Like there's genuinely like if it was like, you know, oh, we have nothing to do tonight. Oh, let's go to this person's house. Like just no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, at the end of this scene, um, we see I mean, I guess they, they talk about Stanford for the first time here. We uh, flag up that it's a thousand fifty three miles. They have the number memorized. But uh, and uh, so, yeah, that, that, that that's the only problem here. Uh, Gabriella knows what she what she wants to do here. She has chosen to go to Stanford. She's very excited that she's gotten in already. And this does it has like sort of an end of the school year feel to it, but yeah. even though they've still got a few months left at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the tension is building uh, back up here after the celebrating is all taking place. It's like, all right, so what's the next, you know, dilemma here that's going to kind of carry us a little bit further into the movie. Um, it is that Troy and Gabriella are kind of realizing that their futures are, you know, maybe set up kind of nicely for both of them, but it doesn't seem like those paths are going to be together. And that's obviously not ideal because they've been falling in love over the past year. And uh, that's, you know, going to suck if they have to be broken apart. Um, and Gabriella doesn't, you know, it seems like this is what her plan is because her and her mom have been talking about it forever, but um, she's a little hesitant because of the fact that she'd have to kind of leave Troy. Um, but she's talking about how she's like, my mom literally won't stop talking about it. Like it's all she talks about. And we even cut over to see her showing uh, Gabriella's friends down below, like the acceptance letter to be like oh look like she made it in she's going um but yeah li they're like life comes at uh, li sorry life comes at you really fast this year is going way too fast I just wish it would slow down um and we could just sit here singing a treehouse about right here right now yeah I, I mean i feel that i was I i'm also someone where when i get to the end of something i do just want it to slow down i definitely uh enjoyed my time at high school didn't want to see it come to an end but uh, you know, unfortunately, that's what happens. And I didn't even get to sing a duet about it in a treehouse. But yeah, uh, a Troy shame. and Gabriella, we get their their duet time already with right here right now. And, um, you know, th things are great right now for Troy and Gabriella. 
and they're they're you know still very much in love but they mm-hmm. are uh, once again have are forced to contemplate the future and you know they they uh but I guess right now that that uh they don't have to worry about it but they just right this... now there's you <laughs> and me um now you everyone knows me. I I love a good uh, Troy and Gabriella duet so of of course I'm in of course I'm enjoying this and uh they they they're singing this whole song in the treehouse and the roof magically disappears at some point either oh that God, or yeah. Uh, this treehouse is so nice that uh, uh, Troy and his dad, I guess, have, have built a nice retractable roof into the Which treehouse. Which is crazy because, like, if you just step outside of that room, like, you're on a – like, it's like a, a balcony around the treehouse that you can go look at the sky if you want to. Why does the roof have to open? <laughs> no, yeah. They need a retractable roof for moments like this. This is the nicest treehouse that's ever been built. It really is. Um, so, you know, no, no surprise that they're still, you know, making use of it to, you know, to this day. Uh, he talks about, you know, we don't really come up here a whole lot because obviously we have all these toys up here that he hasn't played with since the third grade. He says he's got a superhero cape, a robot. Uh, it's like at this point, why are those things not in your basement? But it's OK. Yeah, I guess uh, Troy hasn't really touched this place since he was in third grade, I guess. The pirate's wheel is a great touch. Like, oh, yeah. I would be, so, I would be just so as fun. excited as Gabriella if I saw a pirate wheel. And she's like, "Oh, what's going on here?" Um, <laughs> but yeah, this song is um, an underrated, I think, uh, favorite of mine. That I just it's, every time I like hear it back, I'm like, "Oh, you know, you love the Troy and Gabriella of it all." Um, and it's just like a really cute, you know, reminder of how much they, you know, uh, like each other or maybe love each other. We don't know yet. Um, just singing about, you know, you mean everything to me right here, right now. You know, looking at yeah. you, my heart loves the view. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, uh, I really did enjoy it. And you know, um, I guess it is underrated because I don't really think of it as one of my, you know, all time favorite high school musical songs, but it could just be that I have, I have such fond memories of the other movies and this, this movie doesn't have the same, uh, nostalgia factor because the first time I watched it, you know, I was 20 years old instead of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 11, 12 years old watching the other ones guess. or 13 or however old I was. So it definitely a different feeling, but, uh, watching it back, I, I was definitely enjoying this nice Troy Gabriella duet. It's a, you know. It's it's, it's a nice one. High notes. Oh yeah. You mean everything. Um, yeah, I don't. Um, but he does, and uh, his mom is going to come by and tell him, you know, Troy, you have guests here. You have your entire school here. You probably should come down and talk to them. Don't make me come up there and get you again. Um, and then you know, him and Gabriella are sitting up there. Uh, she yells up, uh, "Hi, Gabriella!" And they're just like silent. It's like, okay, what are you, yeah, what are you hiding? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, she says hi to Gabriella. Gabriella does not even turn around. I know. It's like that's so rude. Kind of like, it's really rude. Um, like, hi, Mrs. Bolton. This, yeah, they they do that with uh, Gabriella's mom later too. Where these parents are like talking to them and they just don't answer them at all. It's but, like yeah. they hate their parents. <laughs> <laughs> Troy's mom has arrived for her now trademark one scene in the beginning of the movie. Uh, this time she is calling for Troy to get out of the treehouse. I feel like honestly though, uh, missed opportunity here. I think Troy's dad should have been the one to come and say, uh, "What the hell are Troy and Gabriella doing up in that tree?" Oh my god, a hundred percent. I didn't even th- I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Would have been a, a great reprise reprise oh of my god, Coach Please, like just ha- yeah, have him go find uh, uh, his you know ha- his wife Lucille Bolton. And then where, where's Troy? What, right, you don't, what are those you, two doing in the tree? <laughs> you don't even have to cut out Lucille from her one scene. You could just have him find yeah. them and ask her, like, what are they doing up in that tree? It would have been a great opportunity here. And then Chad comes over. I thought that was our thing, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. What a what a different direction we could have gone in with this scene. That's very unfortunate. I'm um, I'm happy to you know live in this fantasy world that that could have happened, but I guess I'm sad I couldn't watch it all play out. Um, so they are going to make their way down. Troy's like, if we don't get down, she will come up and get us. So um, you know we're uh, senior years in the high school, but uh, still you know got to be a little scared of mom at all times. So we go back to school. Go Wildcats! It's time to get towards this 
later half of the school year. Time to, you know, see how things are going as we're closing out the year here. Um, Sharpay Mobile is here. She is uh, bringing her car up to get a car wash, which I was like, hey, why would you do that? Like, didn't you just <laughs> get that? Like, somebody does that for you. I don't believe you. But um, she's got, you know, her usual uh, stylish self uh with these big pink boots and you know fabulous is playing in the background just the exact sharpay entrance that you would expect into the movie i guess this is why we really hadn't seen her to this point just so she could make her big entrance here she's walking through the hallways these kids are like almost fainting as she walks by so she's just getting all the attention that she deserves um and she comes up she finds troy and you know makes her big debut with troy here being like hi troy so when's the big game (laughs) yes um now, Sharpay, the clear loser in both of the first two movies, as in, you know, the the person who uh, ended up, you know, not coming out on top, but that will yeah. never stop her. She will always show up in the beginning of a movie as confident as human, humanly possible. And, uh, you know, we just have to love her for that. She still has her adoring fans. Like you said, the boys are sliding on the wall, fainting, whistling upon seeing her. And, uh, you know, so it does, doesn't matter how far down Sharpay goes, she will always bounce back up to the top by the time we see her in the next movie and i guess sharpay still has her little thing for troy because she asks him uh when like you said when the big game was which which is funny because the the big game was yesterday and she wishes him good luck i guess since it didn't interfere with uh callbacks this time she really just didn't give a shit when it was she didn't uh take the time to learn that information and the real loser here is zeke who gets slapped across the face (laughs) (laughs) Yes, poor poor Zeke. He's just talking, you know, he's got a crush on Sharpay, he's been there for a while now, and he just, oh, she's so sweet. And Troy turns around and, like, a little mini slap. Yeah, um, poor poor Zeke, and poor Zeke just for the fact that he is still hopelessly in love with with, uh, Sharpay, no matter matter what happens, but I... Also, I'm just happy to be uh, to be back in East High. Mentioned it in the in the second movie, how I missed you know having seeing the hallways and the cafeteria yeah. and everything. So it's it is it is great to be back, and it's it's great to start it off with the big uh, Sharpay entrance. 100. Uh, percent So we and and you know just as far as Zeke goes, one more time. Um, I always like talked about you know when I was watching these movies. Uh, I don't know, like years ago, as, as a younger person, I was like, I just always wish that wish that there was a Chad and Taylor number because there's so many mm-hmm. other combinations of you know these six kids that get to sing together but uh they're like the one pair that just don't have their own number so that would have been nice um you know luckily there's a hallmark movie now if you want to go explore the future of these two people um and their chemistry together but do they sing uh, in and zeke would have also been an iconic duo to have a number oh yes that that would have been a very a very fun number even if they could have just given it as a as a deleted scene or a post-credit yeah. scene or something for us just to throw in there huma huma nuka nuka apple with Sharpay and zeke i would have <laughs> yes, you know very good i would have watched um most importantly, though, Sharpay now has uh, two lockers. She's uh, oh, she's upgraded, li- baby. Living the dream. She o- she's opened both of her locks at the same time. She she has this, uh, you know, as we mentioned earlier, this new this new girl from London, Tiara Gold. She's she's here. She wants to be mm-hmm. her new assistant. You know, Sharpay's just so busy now. It's her senior year. She needs an assistant. And uh, this new girl, she seems like she's very good for the job. Yeah, uh, this locker has pictures, mirrors, shelves, uh, snow oh, globes yeah. inside. Like it is is the full deal. Uh, she's living where- the life. Absolutely. Like she's got this all like, you know, down pad. And I don't know who's going to get this locker when she leaves the school or if they're going to retire it or what, or if they're going to like mail these lockers to her house. Um, Either way, you know, she set herself up nicely when Tiara Gold comes by and we meet her for the first time. She kind of tells us and Sharpay who she is. She has the Sharpay Evans life and plans and 
everything about her down pat. She knows who she is and she knows what she, you know, she is ready to fill this position of Sharpay's assistant that apparently there was like a poster up for uh, to advertise. She has Sharpay's coffee ready to go. She knows her schedule. She knows everything that she needs to know already. Um, And Sharpay, you know, is going to more or less uh, be like, all right, let's give it a shot. You know, she likes her accent. She's going to email her schedule over to her and say, let's, you know, all right, sure. Let's go for it. Yeah, she she came very prepared for this. She did her research ahead of time. She knocks this, I guess, informal interview out of the park. Sharpay didn't even know she was conducting an interview at first. But by the end of it, yeah, she she kind of gives her the job. She loves her accent. It's sweet. And um, you mentioned how, her, how great her locker is. Who's going to get the locker next year? This should be the locker that everyone's competing for instead of uh, Troy's, Troy's Troy and Chad's sweaty, sweaty, sweaty gym locker. That, yeah. That like, I, I, I was not clamoring to get someone's locker the next year because no. there was no Sharpay locker in my school. I feel like uh, these these poor kids are going to show up to school next year and be like, uh, guess whose locker I'm using? Troy's. And they're going to be like, oh, uh, okay, that's okay. cool. I, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, and also like, what does Sharpay want here? Like, uh, she put in a whole sheet up saying that she needed a personal assistant and like the best possible candidate she could have ever asked for comes up and, you know, offers her services. And Sharpay <laughs> is like a little hesitant about it. You know, she obviously eventually goes with it, but uh, maybe she's just hesitant because she's never seen this girl in her life before. So she has no idea what to expect, but she gives a very good first impression. That's true. She does come out of nowhere. And um, I'd be a little alarmed if this person I don't know knew everything about me. But I mean, that that comes with the job. She has to know everything yeah. about her. She she's going to be. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, even even if Sharpay was hesitant, I'm I'm glad she got the job. She's clearly uh, seems right now that she's right for the job and she does have a sweet accent. So, uh, you know, what could go wrong here? Right. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, we are going to see Rocketman ask Troy about having his gym locker next season. So, you know, that's the the next scene here. And uh, just more, you know, with with Troy and Rocketman here of just uh, this guy very much looks up to Troy and Troy's, you know, he had that big moment in the game. uh, But it's not like Troy was like looking to be his best friend. So he's like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll see about that. And then Rocketman goes off and gets in some trouble in the hallway because he's late to class. Um, And we go to Darbus's class where Troy sits down. He has a note from Gabriella sitting on his desk. she like kissed the piece of paper and it says, uh, meet you at free period XOXO gossip girl uh, or just G. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's time to get into some check-ins with some various, you know, Taylor and Sharpay about what's, where are we at? What's going on in the school year here? Taylor uh, talks about, you know, all the senior activities and catching everybody up. The dance is coming up and uh, you have to get your tickets for that and the yearbook and all this stuff, um, which is where we start the uh, New York deli of it all here. Cause Chad's like, what's for lunch? <laughs> She's like, New York deli. I'm like, what's Okay. Happening? Yeah. <laughs> I, listen, let, let's just get into this right away, I guess. At the end of Taylor's big speech about everything, uh, she asks if anyone has any questions. Chad raises his hand. He says, yeah, what's the lunch special today? Which isn't really funny, but people laugh a little. And then Taylor says, New York Deli, anything else? And everyone treats this as like the biggest like burn of all time. They're just yeah, like, ooh, like, ooh, am I missing a joke or something? Like, what, I have the same question. <laughs> it's just so confusing to me. It's like, but... like if she had like some really good comeback, like um, – <laughs> Like you're not getting any burgers kind of thing. Like, you know, (laughs) like that's the greatest comeback that I can think of in the last three seconds. Um, I don't know. There's just nothing here. She just says what the lunch special is and everyone's like, I don't know. It's New York Deli. And they're like, oh, shit. She said New York Deli. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, High schoolers are weird, though. So, you know, I really can't be too surprised like that's a pretty accurate representation of a stupid conversation that would have happened at least in my <laughs> high school um but sharpay is going to come up with her announcements as well it's time to uh i mean we get more information here by the way that she's the four-term president of four-term the drama president. club this means no she surprise. she came in as a freshman and got voted in as president 
you know, just as she should have. Um, and uh, Quinn Fabray was the captain of the Cheerios after, you know, being a sophomore. So some people That's just true. have it. Um, yeah. But she's going to give the spring yeah, someone like a, Sorry, I was just going to say, when someone like Sharpay walks in, you know, like, this is our president. There, we, uh-huh. we don't need to hold any other, you know, uh, campaigns or anything. Just give yeah. the go- job to Sharpay. Yeah. Um, and she's going to give her, her report here for the spring musicale. The spring musicale. Uh, she suggests perhaps a one-woman show this year. So I, I mentioned last movie how it's weird that Sharpay never wants to do any solar performances. So I guess I guess she's listening. She took my note, and now yep. she wants to uh, pitch the the one-woman show. She wants yeah. to break out into the spotlight as her own person now. And Kelsey has like a panic attack here, just being <laughs> like, "Oh my god, absolutely not! No way, no how!" Um, and she's seemingly a very fast writer because oh, yeah. she, she very quickly down. scribbles down the entire class's name <laughs> which is like every main character in the movie um and she has this all in the sign-up sheet she hands it to darbus and darbus is like oh wow almost the entire homeroom is coming to audition uh people must okay. be begging people must be begging to see kelsey's notes because kelsey probably just can write down everything that that the teacher says like no problem so she's good she's yeah. and apparently again, underrated mvp Apparently this is homeroom again and not just theater class as, as Darbus and Mount is like, oh, the entire mm-hmm. homeroom has signed up. So I guess this is just purely a coincidence that every single one of them has Darbus for homeroom again. I mean, my homeroom went by my last name. So I was with. Oh, really? You know, and I, I'm sure most people were. So, you know, oh, okay. the, the L's and maybe some M's were I guess together. that does make sense then. Yeah. But I, I, they don't really have uh, the last names together. But I guess I guess, sure, if they were in the homeroom together for the first year year maybe they uh it just carries over oh so God. imagine you could like pick your own homeroom like how clicky that would be like you Ooh, just that would... go wherever you want like the first day and then that's your homeroom for the rest of the year i, that I think that's torture that's a musical just waiting to happen for us i think we could write it now oh my god i no I, it would trigger like traumatic memories of me <laughs> just like having no friends to go find to be in homeroom together oh, um man. Well, no, there there was people that I would have linked up with, but they wouldn't have wanted me there. Um, so <laughs> they're all, you know, very upset with Kelsey because they're like, how could you sign us up? Like, none of us have time for this. I have yearbook. I have basketball. I have this. I have that. I have blah, 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 just chaos ensuing uh, as they all follow her into the auditorium to get onto the stage. Um, Darbus is thrilled that all of these people are here <laughs> and potentially about to audition because it's, you know, great to have all these options. It's not something that they're used to uh, or she particularly is used to. You know, she just went through the fall and the winter musicale without all of this so now she has a lot of people that want to be in the spring musicale and that's great for her um so that's what's happening there before we leave the classroom uh two quick notes darbus's classroom really nice upgrade the curtains the gold curtains were so much nicer oh, this yeah. time around i don't know if you noticed also there was a kid standing in the back of the classroom this classroom did not have enough seats <laughs> oh no i didn't i didn't notice that i don't know go back and watch why... you'll see him. i didn't i don't know why that would be the case just in terms of like why hire why hire another extra if there wasn't going to be a seat for him he was leaning against the wall and i look i i I didn't even pause it on purpose i was like trying to catch up on note taking and i paused it and i saw this guy who's i think wearing a yellow shirt leaning against like the window because there was no seats open i mean darvis just has the most popular homeroom class everyone's just struggling to get into it they know that all the cool kids are in this class and they just want so and and darvis doesn't care i guess she'll let more more students in than seats possibly maybe he was like a student teacher but like i really i couldn't see him well enough so i don't know Um, (laughs) they write they write in a student teacher into the script just to have maybe (laughs) (laughs) Um, they wrote in like an assistant coach for (laughs) the basketball team that is literally credited on wikipedia um, as like assistant coach to the basketball team so you never know. Um, but yeah, so when they follow Kelsey into the auditorium, you know, again, chaos ensues. And uh, this is where Miss uh, Darvis is going to uh, kind of intercept. And we're going to talk all about what this musicale is about. 
Yes. So just just leading up to all that, a pretty ballsy move by Kelsey here to sign them all up without their permission. So ju- everyone justifiably complaining. I see, I see where she's coming from. I get that she wanted all of her friends to do the last uh, musical. And I, yeah. I feel for him because I, I, I'm assuming I would want that as well. But definitely overstepped the boundaries a little bit here. Uh a little weird that none of them want to spend time with each other as the last musical. But like you said, they're they're uh, very busy. They have other things to do. And, you know, Gabriella first stands up to, you know, uh, defend Kelsey here. She she won't stand for everyone getting mad at Kelsey. She sticks up for her. And, you know, she, ma- she makes a speech and ends it with, so, so what do you say, Wildcats? And it's funny because you'd think uh, this would be enough to inspire them. But they're still like, no, absolutely not. We still have all this shit to do. And... Um, it, it takes Troy kind of yeah. uh, standing up and deciding that he wants to do it. And, of course, the, uh, the the tides turn at this point. So poor Gabriella. Her big speech didn't move the needle at all. But when Troy decides to do it, of course, everyone changed their <sighs> mind. That That's star power right there. That's uh, And Sharpay's just going to be like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Not again with this. Like, everyone's going to join my musical again. Pure sexism. Yeah. And that, that's what it truly, truly, it really is. And we should uh, th- we should really be writing a, a thesis paper about this. The woman or something, said something, but... and they're all like, "No." And then the guy yep. said the exact same thing, and they were all like, "You know what? Yeah, absolutely." And I don't think High School Musical was trying to make that statement, but you know, really, just they did like inadvertently. <laughs> like, it's right there. <laughs> like, good for them for uh, for putting throwing that out there. But so, so yeah, Chad asks what the show's about, and Darbus reveals it's about you, Mister Danforth, and it's actually about all of them. We're we're getting very meta in the third movie. We're making the musical in High School Musical about the characters of High School. Musical and yes. uh, this is ridiculous. This is really when the madness of High School Musical, I guess, started. Because in yeah. High School Musical, the musical, the series, they're gonna pick up right where they left off and really run with uh, just the whole meta nature of this. Yeah, Sharpay uh, is you know not happy to hear that this is about to be a musical about uh, Chad Danforth. She almost <laughs> yeah. faints, if not actually does faint. Um, but you know, as Darbus is you know kind of she she makes uh, Chad like throw her the basketball. Um, <laughs> so like the fact that like the basketball is in Darbus's hands, I think, was enough to make Sharpay faint. Of like wait, like this is going to be about basketball and about these buffoons and their high school. Like, no, no, no. Um, but no, when she says it's about all of you, your final days at East High, we're going to call it senior year. Um, <laughs> very funny scene as Troy like raises his hand up in the air to ask a question. Darbus comes by and gives him a high big five high five. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, good laugh there. Uh, Kelsey's going to compose. Ryan will choreograph. I will direct. Um, and also, as we are getting into this musicale, um, you guys should all know that Juilliard is actually considering four of you for one available scholarship. Sharp Pay Evans, obviously, who's you know already prepared that she's going there. Uh, Ryan Evans as well. Kelsey Nielsen, who is Yay. very excited because you know she's like, oh, they got my uh, my application, like that's awesome. Um, and Troy Bolton. And everyone laughs at Troy Bolton hysterically getting this laughing. prestigious consideration for uh, for Juilliard because uh, I, I don't know why they're laughing. They Troy. Troy is just confused because he didn't apply, uh, and he hasn't even heard of Juilliard, which is kind of surprising. I guess uh, I guess if this wasn't yeah, in consideration. He live in this world. He's yeah, I mean, I guess, guy. yeah. I thought it was, you know, famous enough that he'd at least hear of it, but no. Uh, Troy's so impressive that Juilliard actually wants to uh, recruit him without him even applying, I guess. They must yeah. have heard of his work in the uh, country club talent show. Yeah, he can't believe, you know, <laughs> that this is a thing. He's very confused and doesn't really know how to process this information. I mean, my only thought here is that, like, yeah, Troy sings well, but, like, he's not that good. Like, please relax. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and before we get into that, but I just want to say the absolute ego that a drama club needs to have to make the musical about themselves. Like, they're yeah, they the most self-absorbed <laughs> school in, in the in the district here. This, this uh, And I guess, thank God Kelsey did sign them all up because it probably would have been pretty awkward if no one did the musical. Probably wouldn't have worked as the Sharpay one-woman show that you wanted to do. Yeah, no. Uh, and they have to like, write the show musical. about all your lives, but none of you were in it. Yeah. Because and they have to write know. the musical, too, about the final days of their senior year. They haven't even started writing it yet, which is absurd. 
That's how this. That's how they do that's, things. That's how this process works. They can figure this stuff out overnight, and uh, you know that's what makes them all such legends. So, uh, Darbus does you know turn this into a bit of a Will Schuster type lesson here. Um, asks them, you know, which I guess maybe Will Schuster took a page of Darbus's notes because yeah. she came first. Um, she asked them all to take a step forward and say, you know, what is their future? Uh, what are they envisioning for themselves? Easy for Chad, U of A. He knows where he's going. Taylor has this all planned out too. She's going to be the president of the United States. I mean, she has our votes. Um, I'm Absolutely. speaking for you. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm voting um, for her. Martha um, comes running in late. I thought we were about to get her, you know, uh, telling us about her future of like, oh, I'm going to be a professional professional dancer. But no, instead, she just brought more dancers with her. So yeah, where did um, she find all of them? And why has she been keeping them locked up behind that garage door? Great question. And also, like, why now? Like, <laughs> why didn't that happen like before we got to this? Like, why did they break up? the all of us giving our emotional speeches about our futures with Martha coming running in with a bunch of extras no one cared about. Yeah, because then they go back to talking about the futures. Yeah, like it was such a weird spot. And she just opens this door and all of them just pile out. And Darbus is like, ooh, so she's like super excited. And I don't know, I guess it was just like, you know, a dramatic pause so that we can get back to Troy and realize that this whole time as like 100 people just ran on stage, Troy is like looking deep into this book about Juilliard because he is, you know, I guess this is just furthering that he's really not 100% sure U of A is what he wants to Mm -hmm. do, even though everybody's telling him essentially this is what you're doing. Uh, So she turns to him, Mr. Bolton, your future. And, you know, everyone's looking around like, oh, this is easy. He's going to U of A. He's going to play basketball. Um, He's like, yeah, you know, uh, I've been thinking about um, and Gabriella comes in to save the day. Yeah, Troy's never been great at thinking about the future, even though it is all planned out for him. But that that is the problem. And Troy uh, he's really stammering over his words all over the place. So, yeah, Gabriella does have to step up. And she, her big idea for the future, she wants to stage the perfect prom, which, oh, okay. I thought maybe she'd say something about Stanford or something, but uh, she just she's focused on the prom right now. Yeah, no, she's she's got, uh, you know, she's, like we said, going to come and save the day from Troy being just, you know, uh, completely in shell shock of, like, whatever is going through his mind. She, she realizes he's not about to say anything. Um, I don't know what the prom has to do with it. Like, again, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're going, like, from, you know, serious, serious, like, I want to be the president. I want to, you know, uh, Chad knows what he wants to do. Uh, And then it's like chaos comes in with all these dancers. And then Gabrielle's like, so about prom. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is weird. Darby should have been like, okay, that is great. But I kind of meant more like, you know, big picture future, not like what we're doing next week. But you know what? The one person who understood the assignment uh, is going to be Sharpay Evans herself. She steps forward. She's like, I don't know where to begin, uh, but I know where this is going to end because she wants to be center stage the spotlight hits her a huge marquee that reads new york deli <laughs> yes she wants a big uh big, her big marquee and it's the hard cut to the lunch marquee and lo and behold it is new york deli day this wasn't just some kind of sick burn that taylor was saying it is it is actually true okay, they have like, who put marquees up of the lunch menu like <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely did not where are we what goes I mean, on in school, new mexico this school is very they they go all out for everything like we they, i mean they have a a big three-story cafeteria so they have all the room in the world to, to put in this it's marquee. not even a digital one like some like janitor <laughs> yes. has to climb up there every day and change the lunch special a poor guy has to manually oh my Goodness. So, <laughs> did, you have any, the... uh, did you have any theme lunch days like this in your cafeteria? I feel like all I, mean, I, remember... I didn't buy lunch enough to, to know that. Um, I mm, either I got remember... a snack from the snack counter or like left school to go somewhere. Okay. All I remember is that it was a huge deal whenever it was a French toast stick day, but we never had like. Oh, I loved the school's French toast sticks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I loved. guess that's universal. Everyone just loves a uh, French toast stick day. But oh my yeah, God. we didn't have like themes like New York Deli or anything. We didn't have themes for. I don't think we no. had theme for the prom either. Like their theme is the last waltz, which is a stupid theme to mm-hmm. begin with. I don't, it's not much of a theme, more of a dance. 
sense. But yeah. I think my prom was just prom. But prom. these, yep, no, same yeah, here. These, these students love making themes out of it, everything. I mean, I'm curious if anyone out there like were your proms themed. I mean, in Glee, the proms, you know, we get the dinosaur prom and all that stuff. Like it does <laughs> happen true. on all these shows and movies. But I don't know that I've ever heard from somebody who said, "Oh yeah, no, we had a theme for our prom." I'm sure it happened, but um, not at least out here uh, for us. So it's lunchtime in the cafeteria. Uh, Ryan and Sharpay are, you know, picking up some food from the counter, some New York deli. Uh, Tiara Gold is there to take Sharpay's food and bring it over to her table, which is a much more glammed, uh, you know, lunch tray than everybody else's. Um, and Sharpay is just kind of freaking out. She's like, I can't eat right now. I'm not thinking about that. It's our last show and we need to make sure that this is, you know, good for us. And, you know, we have to make sure that we get it all because we want it all. Oh, yes. And I'm just happy that uh, Sharpay and Ryan seem to be doing relatively well after his uh, big betrayal at the end of the last movie. Like, he, he's obviously not uh, doing everything she says anymore, but, I mean, they're on speaking terms. She's, you know, coming to him with her problems. They're mm-hmm. kind of mapping out what they want to do here, and they're going to they're gonna have this uh, great number together with I Want It All. Imagine having everything we'd ever dreamed. Don't you want it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can't kind you of. see it? Well, maybe. Um, Imagine really... first audition after college. I get the lead. Apart from me, from well, me? of course, you've got to believe it. You we really jump right into this song with absolutely no warning. I love it that she just starts singing out of nowhere. And uh, very fun. We get to see all of Sharpay's ambition in this song. She's trying to get Ryan on board again as, as her trusted sidekick. And he doesn't seem too excited at first. But, I mean, by the end of this number, how, how could you not be inspired to just, uh, you know, want to follow Sharpay around and do Can't what she says? Can't you see that bigger is better, better and better, better is bigger. bigger? A little bit is never, is never enough. enough. No, no, no. You want it all. You want it all. Want it, want it, want it. The fame and the fortune. But yeah. <laughs> now you you know I love a big cafeteria number, and I do love a good Sharpay and Ryan number, and this is oh, yeah. this combines both of those things. So this is so much fun, insanely catchy song. I mean, up there with with some of my favorite Sharpay and Ryan songs, and and you know. Visuals all really fun. We get the dream sequence almost of all of Sharpay's ambitions with like uh, Zeke and Jason being imagined as uh, security guards. Troy, Troy, one of her adoring fans. And I, I really want that uh, that Sharpay shirt that Troy is wearing here. Oh, yeah, no, that, that would be uh, incredible merchandise for them. To I would. Yeah, I tried to Google it to see if that shirt exists in the in the real world, but I could not find anything. Yeah, we. This is this is a great, great, great number. I mean, you could, I could, I could see an argument here, and I know this is going to sound wild, and I don't mean to sound like you, I guess, um, <laughs> but an argument that like fabulous could be below uh, a song like this because. I mean, Fabulous has like all of the iconic nature of being fabulous, like of, of what that song is and how, you know, it is its own thing. Um, and I don't know, I guess I'll save maybe the the majority of this conversation for episode 10 that we're going to do. But yes. this is like a big number for both of them and they both completely kill it. Uh, it's just so much fun with all of the, you know, different sets that they're walking through. The fact that every single like other character is here serving them and being their like assistants in one way or another, because this yes. is Sharpay and Ryan's perfect vision of their future, of their perfect dream life ahead of them and granted maybe that shouldn't include the wildcats still being involved but working for them and being their biggest fans they'll take it oh man the, the production value in this is really great you know this is a big budget movie now they can pull oh, yeah. out all the stops so they're doing their best okay go impressions on the treadmill they they've got uh, you know everyone else kelsey's a taxi driver uh Gabrielle's answering phones for them and, and even Ryan's fully into it now he's dancing he's pretending he's in Madison Square Garden it, it's so fun they that, love you <laughs> that everyone else involved in this uh music video you know, just the amount of like wardrobe changes in this one song it's it's so much that you have the background singers background dancers this number just has everything kick line fireworks and explosions. it has like a through line also of like 
the story of Ryan and Sharpay yes. of like the fact that Sharpay still only thinks about herself first and then remembers to include Ryan. Like yes. some of the lines in here, uh, you know, can't you see they're going to love me? I mean, us. I mean, us. Uh, and when they're walking through and he's like, I'm with her. Don't stop me. I'm not the paparazzi. The paparazzi. It's like there's still this big element of like, no, Sharpay, like, yeah, or like, yeah, you want it all, but like for yourself, not for you and Ryan. (laughs) And that's not a good thing for Ryan here. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I, I, uh, very unfortunate, but not unfortunate that we got this song. I could not take my eyes off this number throughout the whole thing. Uh, cafeteria fully transformed into like New York city and other cities. Just, just amazing. Unfortunately though, we have to cut back to real life after and, and Sharpay and Ryan just kind of have their hands in the air, but nothing magical is happening anymore. We are, we are back to reality. Oprah called like she wants them on the show again. And they were like, you know, if, if they can make time, they'll call you back. (laughs) There's (laughs) just so many backup dancers. The statue of Liberty is like shining through. Oh yeah. The cafeteria, it is just what a makeover we've had in this East High cafeteria. Uh, Like you said, the budget is just out of control. The crowd is going absolutely wild. And, uh, you know, what a number these two just just gave us. Um, We do fade back to reality. And, you know, we're in the cafeteria. They are both out of breath, even though that was all in their heads. (laughs) When you were were seeing this in theaters, we're like... People bopping up and down. Like, I can't even imagine just having to sit still in a theater, like, watching this. Like, I, I feel like I would just want to, like, get up and start dancing. Um, I mean, the first time that you're hearing these songs and whatnot, like, even if you're, I think, recognizing, oh, this is fun. This is a good song. I don't know. Like, if this was today, if they re-aired this in a theater today, oh, my God. And they yeah. should. And they should they do because I will actually go this time. Uh, they should. Um, I think then you would have that experience. But, no, I don't have any memories of people being like, yeah, we want it all for you, Sharpay. We <laughs> want it walking, all. Dancing up and down the aisles. Just... Your name in lights at Carnegie Hall. We I want th- it all. I think we do this. I think we re-release the high school musical Kevin's movies and just have this big, uh, big experience here. You know that you're All right, back, back to reality now. Back to I, reality. Uh, I might have missed this exposition before, but Ryan says here that uh, even though the four of them are being considered for Juilliard, they're they're only giving out the one scholarship, which is yeah. No, she said that earlier. Oh, she did. Okay, well, I. I only flagged it up when Ryan said it here. I guess I was just so impressed that four people are even being uh, considered for this that I didn't I hear anything you were else. Say because he called her Miss D. Yeah, yeah, yes, that was it. But Not this the service. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a common thing in these uh, teen movies or shows that usually it's some like fancy school like Harvard is only accepting one student from their yeah. school, which is not a thing. I guess here it's a little different that they're only giving out one scholarship to a school, which I guess is a little more realistic. But still, I feel like it uh, it doesn't actually work this way. Like if a school wants to give out more than one scholarship, if they feel like two people from a school deserve scholarships or access to their school they're going to give it out but because this is a uh, a a teen movie and we need some conflict only one person mm-hmm. apparently will be allowed to get I mean, it sure understands what you're saying she's like no they'll take us both i mean we're <laughs> twins like literally like it's the twin clause everyone knows everyone knows everyone about the twin knows about the twins because yeah, um, ryan did, did some quick math here he realized there's only one scholarship but uh they yeah. are in fact two people but so, yeah they have no choice though they, we're twins they have to take us both and just kind of like another reminder like Sharpay reminder that you need to like be paying attention to both of us not just you but that's just uh, that's maybe not an in Sharpay's, goal not in Sharpay's playbook yeah so she says you know uh, go find Kelsey make sure she writes a good song for us because she always writes the best ones for Troy and Gabriella and you need to find a way to make sure she writes the best songs for us so yeah, like, Ryan, know, take her to prom or something yeah Ryan back to listening to Sharpay he's on the case to do whatever he can to make sure that they get the good song because Sharpay knows that Kelsey plays favorites mm-hmm. um, so after all of this we're going to see some Troy and Gabriella they are meeting up outside of school um, Gabriella is uh, not I'm sorry not Troy uh, some Gabriella and Taylor uh, that's what yes. happens when you write G and T and <laughs> T could stand for two different people well Ga- um, Gabriella gets off the bus here which caught my attention because I did not I know many people that. who were still 
taking the bus senior year. I feel like uh, I would have gotten made fun of if I was still taking the bus. I think by senior year, you at least know one person that has a car that can drive you or something. But uh, Gabriella doesn't care, I guess. She's such a star. You're coming from a very, you know, I had friends place in high school. Not all of us were there, Matt. <laughs> okay, but Gabriella is the, is a star of this school. She I, she really can't find anyone to give her a ride? I don't know. She just want to get in the Troy mobile. That's for sure. And I don't know what, I don't know. Maybe Taylor's too far away. And Ryan, you know, right. is with Sharpay who's not going to go pick up. Were you taking uh, the bus senior year? I, I don't mean to shame you on the podcast if you were, but genuinely like I, I feel like it was a big mix of, you know, dad would drive me in some days. Yeah. Even or... if you just have a parent drive you, I feel like no one wanted to be, no, no senior wanted to be caught dead on the bus. At least in my yeah. in my school, where there uh, where buses were looked down upon. The older it you was, got. definitely not ideal. Uh, if I had to, I, honestly, no, I don't think I ever took the bus to school. I would definitely take it home sometimes, but uh, to school it was usually you know dad would drive or somebody. Yeah, would. that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um. All right. Fine. Uh, so Troy and uh, not Troy, Gabriella and Taylor are talking about how Gabriella is actually not just like accepted to Stanford, but she's also like up for their freshman honors program, which is like a big deal. And, you know, more of a factor about why she is more than likely or should be going there or will be going there. Um. But, she, you know, she's like, don't tell anybody. I haven't told anybody about that yet. They get uh, kind of distracted because Troy is screaming to Gabriella from the rooftop because, again, the kids are allowed to go on the roof for some reason. Uh, so he tells her to come meet her up there and she you know, has to run off. Sorry, Taylor. See you later. Uh, Taylor is, as always, you know, the smart one here thinking that she's like, this has two weeks detention written all over it. But uh, Troy, and Troy Gabriella, obviously, Troy obviously does not care about it. Yeah. Rules don't apply to Troy because not only is he doing it, but he is screaming down for Gabriella to yeah. join him. So clearly he does not ha- think that uh, detention is in the cards for him. Yeah. Gabriella looks up. She sees him. She goes, Troy! <laughs> so uh, uh, Gabriella runs up to the roof. She meets Troy in this not-so-secret hideout that they have. Um, and, you know, we're in the garden, the, the roof garden of it all. Yeah, uh, the secret garden. And, uh, yeah, just the, uh, what are they, like, trying on suit jackets here or, or whatever I yeah. he's up to? Troy... I guess he has like potential prom outfits. He's asking Gabriella what he should wear, but this is confusing me because is this like, don't you get a tux for prom? This isn't what he's wearing to prom, is it? Yeah, I hope not. I mean, I hope this is not what he's wearing because <laughs> but that's what he said. He's like, you're going to be wearing a nice dress. I want to look good too. What should I like? And why are they doing this on the roof? There's gotta, yeah, there's gotta be a I mean, he probably has, has all these options at his house, uh, but maybe he's watering them up on the roof. <laughs> like, and really also, don't know. What, well, he, he is watering them. We'll, we'll see the rain in a bit. Um, the timeline? I guess we had a time jump at some point, I guess, because uh, in the beginning they were playing basketball. So you'd think it was, you know, winter, but now they're yeah. like, I guess like a week away from prom or so, but also they well, have prom can be at any time. I've, I've learned that oh, in really? the past okay. couple of years that like, I mean, our proms, I think were towards the end of the year. Like it was genuinely, like, I, uh, before graduation. I, had a, I had a final on the day of my prom, which oh, is absurd crazy. that they would schedule finals on the same day as prom. And yeah. I, for some reason, uh, the people that ran my school w- because usually you'd have prom and no one would go to school that day because prom would be like on a Friday or something towards the end of the school year and everyone would be getting ready. And for some reason, the people in my school could not have that. They said, no, you have to go to school on the same day of prom. And so they started scheduling uh, finals on the same day so people would have to show up. Oh, wow. No, our prom was the day before graduation so that like you couldn't go out and do anything wild that day because you needed, you know, that night and you had to right. be safe as possible because then you had to be at graduation the next morning. <laughs> so that – uh, I don't know. I guess they kind of knew what they were doing in, in one way or another. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know what the timeline is here. I have to assume that this is not too far of a time gap because we still haven't done any of the musical yet. Right. Yeah. You know? They haven't so. even started rehearsal yet, really. 
Right. So uh, they're up on the roof and they're talking about, you know, Troy's like, I've never been to a, a dance, let alone a prom, but I do have two tickets for us. So, you know, that's his way of, I guess, asking her officially to the dance. Um, he's like, I just hope we don't have to waltz because I have no idea how Gabriella says her dad actually taught her how to do that. Um, we don't really know Gabriella's dad's story, right? Yeah, Is this he... was the, I think the first mention of, of her dad yeah. who we've, we've never met, but she used to dance the waltz with him when she was little. Um, yeah, I don't know what her dad's story is, but we, uh, we finally got a mention of him. I almost feel like you have to assume he's passed because I, that that is what I would imagine. I if it's not true, I don't want to put that uh that that grim uh, prediction on him. But it's you just know. like when they were writing this and saying, you know, my dad taught me. It's like they weren't writing this saying that like you know he left us or yeah, uh, my parents are divorced and she just has never mentioned that to this point. Like it just seems like it has to be that. Not that that's in, well, not that it's not important, but not that it has any relevance to the scene exactly. Right. Yes. Uh, Troy is like, you know, uh, very hesitant to go dance the waltz on the roof, even though he was very happy to be up there anyway. So I don't know what uh, goes on in their minds, but uh, they are going to share a dance here on the rooftop doing what I guess is a waltz. I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, to, I, also, I also could not tell you. <laughs> to uh, can I have this dance? Uh, you know, it's like catching lightning. The chances of finding someone like you. Yeah, you know, this would uh, definitely be a song that I would probably forget if I had to name all of the songs in How the movie. Oh, <laughs> dare you. Listen, it is, it's not bad by any means. It's actually quite nice with their harmonies and their dancing and everything. But listen, uh, the, the movie's longer now. It's a two-hour movie, which means they have time for more songs. And with all the songs in the movie, uh, you know, some of them are going to have to be duds. You know, this song and the lyrics in this song are all, like, Honestly, top tier. Um, it's like I remember like put, picking out like lines from this song uh, when I was like younger and like had like, I don't know, crushes or something like that. Like uh, <laughs> or like the line, it's one in a million, the chances of finding someone like you was like perfect for like that kind of like, you know, romantic line. Uh, like I said, like I said, it's uh, it's quite nice. It's a nice song, but it's just not the most exciting song in the world for me. And if, if you ask me to sing this song right now, I don't even know if I could if I could find the melody. All right, fine. I'll do it. It's like catching <laughs> lightning. The chances of finding someone like you. It's one in a million, the chances of feeling the way we do. And with every step together. All right, you got it. Yeah, I got it now. Um, you know, they, had to, they had to come up with more better. songs than they're accustomed to, and it, it shows a little. I know you're a lot higher on this than, than I am, though. I think uh, just compared so to the other I songs, have this, not I as exciting. Have this dance? Can I have this dance oh no mountains too high enough oceans too i wish i could tell you what a waltz looked like I, I have no idea i i wish i knew more about dancing in general and that i could dance but sadly uh not my specialty so and they bring in the rain with let it rain oh let yeah it pour. <laughs> they cause the rain is worth fighting for also i did not get the sense in the first movie that troy's secret roof garden was so big but we see here that yeah he really has access to the entire roof from here mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's a huge garden that we were meant to be, oh, it's like catching lightning, the chances. Okay, um, I will stop. But, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, cause the it rain. to rain. And not only do uh, Troy and Gabriella have to go to class soaking wet now, I guess, but uh, didn't Troy want to wear this to prom, this jacket? So this is a disaster. He's got his, yeah, um, his uh, prom jacket all soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> to class that's that's a disaster as well but it's not just uh, like oh we're in the rain together blah 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 like the rain has started uh pouring on top onto them in like a downpour not just like yeah you know a light rain um and then the bell rings and gabrielle's like oh come on we have to i'm like you're gonna go to class like this yeah uh, also the movie's back to their old trick of not letting them kiss as they lean in at the end of the song and the bell just rings it's insane um <laughs> i would never imagine somebody genuinely being like oh yeah no it's time to go to class now like no we're not going to class today we are going home and changing 
Um, so, but that's not the plan, um, because we're going to then see Troy not even go to class, or maybe it's just a time jump, who knows. Um, we're going to go over to the gym after Can I Have This Dance, which... Uh, great number if you couldn't tell them you just not you know stop singing it um rocket man and uh, who i dubbed little man because i don't know his name um are in the locker room they see their lockers are empty and they're very confused where all their clothes went but they find troy and chad who have their clothes um and they're like it's moving day you guys wanted our lockers right so let's go it's time so they bring them over to their lockers uh but troy you know talks about having to potentially earn them and they don't really realize what that means until next thing you know bolton danforth uh are running into the hallways (laughs) with their clothes and the boys follow them i mean why would the boys follow them i really don't know because you have to assume that they're gonna bring the clothes back and the safer place for you is to be in the locker room but they did not they did not think this through but once again don't don't really know the timeline here because if they're moving lockers you'd think got to be towards the end of the year but i I guess it doesn't really matter but um once again troy and chad they they steal their clothes which is pretty mean-spirited pranks i feel like that is that is not not something fun but I, I guess it would have been fine if they just ended up returning them right away. But these kids just run around the school and nothing but their towels, which is pretty fearless of them. But we 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 get to see all all the great spots in the school again. Coach Bolton's office in the middle of the locker room. Uh, the, the they run through that that car mechanic garage again. Plenty of other places as well. It's so dangerous. Like, yeah, right. Not just like the running through like the car mechanics like area and whatnot, but like these kids just came out of the shower. They're like what, not wearing shoes. They could step on something. They could slip on something. Um, just. You know, not the kind of thing that you want to be doing in your senior year where you could get in trouble and have a scholarship like revoked. So I don't really know what the prank is all about. Maybe I'm being too, you know, old and, you know, not fun about it. But it's just it was not worth the time spent here. No, yeah, I'm I'm anti prank in general. I don't, and this one just seems uh, this seems seems a little mean, but they uh, they they get a kick out of it, I guess. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I'm sure that the, uh, you know, the movie audience got a kick of like, oh, we're in the girls volleyball game and these guys are like running around like you <laughs> yeah. know, being made fun of whatever. Um, and then so the the part that like I kind of forgot about is because, um, you know, we cut ahead to see uh, Ryan and Sharpay at rehearsal and we're having, you know, rehearsal on stage with some some yoga with all the wildcats. And then I was like, OK, that that part was over. But then it just continued because I completely yep. forgot about this. Uh, they bring them into the auditorium to, to kind of continue making they- fun of them. They run on the stage in their towels, and uh, Taylor just takes a picture of them, with them <laughs> obviously with, without their consent here. Not 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 cool to just force them to to be in in the yearbook with nothing but their towels here. But Gabriella and Taylor notice that this is a, a big yearbook opportunity, and Darbus is is a little mad. She's gonna scold them, even though. Troy and Chad are clearly to blame for this. They're literally holding all of their clothes and like giggling to themselves uncontrollably. But uh, they're untouchable, so Darbus is gonna take it out on them and. Uh, I guess they're forced to be part of the stage crew now. Yeah. Um, it was the strangest, strange. I mean, I guess it's like kind of classic high school musical one of like chaos ensues. It has nothing to do with half the people that are involved. And then two people get in trouble and are forced to be in stage. I think if they, sets. Yeah, if they just open their mouth, like just being like, no, seriously, like our clothes got stolen. This is not our fault. I don't, but uh, I guess she needs more work, uh, more people, all hands on deck for the last one in the stage room. Uh, this isn't how you got your start uh, behind the scenes working stage crew, right? No, I, <laughs> as, as I was saying earlier, if uh, this <laughs> situation were to happen, I think the best plan would just be to stay in the locker room and wait for your clothes to be returned. I don't, um, this would, this would never have happened to me because I have never showered in my school. Never showered in the school and also like the lock stayed on the locker. So yeah, unless, that, that as well. unless like Troy snuck into his dad's office, got the codes or the combo or whatever. But like, why would his dad let him do that? And also his dad was yelling at him like, Bolton, get back here. Uh, yeah, there's some know. logistical questions in this one, but all right, whatever. Yeah. Also, like, 
you know, just a little strange of like Troy's dad yelling Bolton. That's your last name too. Like just say Troy. <laughs> True. <It's, laughs> whatever. Uh, especially cause we know how much he loves yelling Troy and Chad, uh, <laughs> Troy and Chad, what are you doing with those kids' clothes? <laughs> but instead, we got Bolton, Danford. Um, so, yeah, that's what's happening there. They're on stage crew. Again, just kind of like, I guess we're filling the whole movie here with some extra fluff. Uh, really didn't need all this chaos, but it's okay. I guess they're having fun and uh, just kind of reminding us about, you know, Rocket Man. I think he's going to play a bigger factor later in the movie. Um, but we're getting towards the end of this part here. We're going to see um, Troy will drive uh, Gabriella home in this very broken down truck, which somehow is still operating. I don't know how, um, but he says to her, you know, this truck may not make it much longer. And if it does, I'm blaming you because you're making me spend all my time on the musical rather than, I'm sorry, the musical rather than, uh, working on the car and she's going to hit him back with like, yeah, I don't know if that's true. I know how much you love this. And I feel like you'd be doing it even if it wasn't for me. Yeah. She's like, don't, don't give me that. You love this shit. Like we, we can all, we can all see through you here. But Troy again is uh, going through his crisis that, you know, he, he's the basketball guy. He's not the singer guy. I thought we did this in, in, uh, in the first movie, but now even though people have accepted that he likes to sing and dance sometimes uh, and even, you know, do the occasional musical or musicale, um, and even they join him in it sometimes like, like in this one, he's still first and foremost, he has to be the basketball guy and he, it's his, you know, predetermined destiny to play basketball for U of A and go there and not have any other, uh, any other, you know, discussion of the matter. Also just completely bizarre the way that he gets out of the car to go open the door for Gabriella. Like, please tell me you were paying attention of just, he gets out, he opens the door is, you know, steps foot on the ground outside of his truck hops into the bed of his truck, like the back of it, <laughs> hops out on the other side, and then opens the door for her instead of walking around the car. I actually did not notice this. I must have been uh, looking down, taking a note or something. He does but this insane absurd. parkour with his truck, <laughs> jumps into the back, jumps out of the back onto the other side to open the door for her. Listen, they love showing off to each other. He just wanted to show her that he could do this parkour move. Earlier in the scene on the roof, Gabriella wanted to show off by uh, saying yes Dancing. in every single language that she knew. So oh, they that do, too, yeah. They, yeah, they have... Uh, they have all these skills that they just want to, you know, impress the other people with. So, yeah. So, you know, as they're having this whole discussion about, you know, their futures and whatnot, and just how they're both kind of struggling with these decisions being made, uh, you know, Troy's decision kind of being made for him and, you know, all of this stuff. And she's like, no, I get it. You know, I have decisions to make too. Um, and they're just having a moment here kind of connecting on uh, where they're at in this journey for themselves. And as, uh, you know, Gabriella's mom comes to join them and it's like, uh, yeah. And weird. this is, <laughs> this is again that Miss Montez comes outside and asks if they want snacks and she just completely gets ignored. <laughs> like they don't. They don't answer, so but yeah, she's able to take the hint, I guess, and get out of their get out of their hair right away, which makes me ask, why did why did they have her come outside at all for this scene? Why did this need to, like I guess like you were saying, we need some fluff. They're just like yeah. making this movie. Like there was not any need for Miss Montez to come outside, ask if they want snacks, get ignored, and then just be like, okay, bye guys, then. Yeah, not at all. Like <laughs> at first, it's like okay, so um, maybe like she's gonna tell Gabriella like, oh, she has to go inside and like do your but homework. No. I don't even know. But, I mean, Gabriella no. polices herself with her homework in like three minutes uh, or less than that after this. So uh, it's not even like that needed to happen. It was, it was, you know, whatever. I guess we it's just bizarre. have the actress here, yeah. and she's making a paycheck. We're gonna put her to work. True. Um, Everyone wants their screen time, so I guess this is their way to involve her a little. We also saw uh, right. Gabriella's big balcony again, and getting a good look at this. I man. It's just an impressive feat by Troy in the first movie that he had mm -hmm. to do some very impressive tree climbing to get up here. That, that's, that's high up there. Well, he does parkour, so. Yeah, that's true. It was uh, no sweat for him, and we just not. didn't realize how, uh, you know, what, what extent uh, that was. 
all the way back in the first one. Um, but we uh, are going to pretty much close the movie out here with uh, one final scene-ish kind of thing that's going to lead us into, I guess we'll make it our own cliffhanger here. Uh, we're back at the school. We're in the yearbook room as Taylor and Gabriella are printing out some pages. Troy and Chad are there as well, just kind of, you know, hanging out. These uh, four best friends, you know, two couples here. And uh, Chad is going to make a you know, kind of awkward gesture over to Troy being like, so, uh, you know, can we go after school to look at tuxedos? Huh? Yeah. Um, and Taylor goes for what? And Chad's like for prom. And then Taylor is uh, so pissed off. Uh, oh, yeah. she like knocks the basketball out of his hand and says, Oh honey, if that's what you call an invitation, you're going to be dancing by yourself that night. So yeah, this, uh, this prom invitation, not nearly good enough for Taylor. And I, I know promposals are pretty big these days, but in your school were people doing these like grand invitation gestures for prom. Imagine me knowing anything about what the cool kids <laughs> in my school were doing. Because I certainly like I um I went through a, a few prom dates before I found the the person I was eventually going to go to prom with. I had three three separate people at one point that were going to be going to prom with me, and I mean, wow. not to brag, but I guess it's not much of a brag because the other <laughs> the first two ended up not working out. But I mean, I just I I think one of them I even like just texted or I just like asked him in the hallway and that that was it like no one expected like this this big thing that you see in all these tv shows and that you maybe even see like on social media these days where people uh have these like big extravagant like asking each other to prom which was not not i don't think it was a thing when i was in high no, school it was definitely not a thing in our generation i mean maybe people had like you know one or maybe one or two kids had this like you know romantic idea of like yeah. you know let me ask in a nice way but it was definitely promposals did not start until after we had graduated that but was Ta taylor's an innovator she wants it now she wants a she wants a Big. I mean, she doesn't want a whole song and dance, which I want that, but she doesn't want that. She just wants Taylor. Will you go to prom with me or something like all he's like is Troy. You want to go look at tuxedos, you know, for prom. And he's, she's like, what does that mean? Like, that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> That's true. I guess. I mean, Troy's wasn't that much better. He just kind of flashed the tickets to Gabriella on the roof. So look, Taylor is is uh, been throughout these three movies. Somebody who uh, is very intelligent, very much knows what she wants, very much is like can see through people. So uh, she sees that Troy and not Troy, Chad is taking like the easy way out here of asking her out. So Chad, we're gonna follow him into the cafeteria. He's got his basketball hugging tight uh, for some comfort and safety here, and uh, we see that this is about to be the big moment where he asks Taylor to prom. Troy is pumping him up, and he's kind of trying to chicken out here, Chad. Um, yeah. But Troy's like, no. It's now or never. This is the last time to get it right. This is the last chance to make it our night. We got to show what it's all about. Work to get. Um, and he's like, "You got this." And uh, this is where we end on part one. Yeah, we cut off right. I feel like maybe I got one of my favorite favorite lines of the movie so far just before it cut off because uh, Troy hands him some flowers and says, "The Garden Club is rooting for you." Which uh, this movie not making me laugh as much as the last one, but this line made me laugh just just because the fact that it seems like this makes it seem like Troy is in the Garden Club. He hands Chad this very uh, it, not an extravagant like batch of flowers or whatever you call flowers, but uh, and just says it completely straight face that I was was not expecting that Troy to just be like uh, the Garden Club is rooting for you. But uh, <laughs> Troy Troy even makes Chad give up the basketball for this to do the old flower for basketball exchange. And yep. you know Classic. Chad's Chad's really nervous, even though I feel like this is probably a guaranteed yes here. This this couldn't even be like an easier ask. I feel like uh, he knows what the answer is going to be, but unfortunately, uh, we will have to wait until next time to see how Chad's big moment goes here because uh, this is this is the one third of the movie mark yeah it feels like a big win when we don't finish on a song uh, yes exactly just, uh, like i said creating our own cliffhangers of uh <laughs> what will happen what will he propose to her for prom and will she say yes 
But that's it for part one. We've uh, already been here for long enough talking through this first part of High School Musical 3, senior year. Uh, excited to get to the rest. Of course, we still have to do some song rankings. Um, before we get there, though, I um, need to point out some Wikipedia things that I had noticed. Um, first of all, Sh- uh, Sharpay's dog is credited on Wikipedia. Um, like I did, I saw that as well, yeah. Manly Little Pickles, uh, nickname Ortega. So Kenny Ortega's dog plays, uh, is, you know, Sharpay's dog here. Um, so that was worth noting. Um, and see, what, what my journey was here is that I looked at some of the descriptions. I saw that uh, Taylor McKessie's description was, uh, well, what it says here is, one of Gabriella's best friends, East High... East High's class president slash yearbook editor and Chad's love interest. So I was like, hmm, is there sexism on Wikipedia too? Or is Chad's description going to say and Taylor's love interest? So I go up, you know, a couple lines to Chad and it says one of Troy's best friends and teammate, a fellow basketball player and Ryan's love interest. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, if you go up to the Ryan Evans description an aspiring choreographer, Sharpay's twin brother and Chad's love interest. Oh my God, I am am on the Wikipedia page now. And yes, this is... (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I guess we're just going to keep this going of finding discoveries of uh, fun Wikipedia edits that have not been changed back to whatever it's supposed Who to say. Who are these jokesters that keep going into Wikipedia <laughs> and changing the high school musical descriptions? Look, it's and so easy to do. Like, who are these, it is. And who are the editors asleep, can edit. asleep at the wheel here? I guess uh, Wikipedia, the Wikipedia editors feel like this is a pretty old movie at this point point probably no one's going in and changing things yeah but no they, they've got a they've got a they are asleep at the wheel here there are people just changing all types so you know some of uh, us out shipping, here are shipping kelsey and gabriella some of us out here are adamantly putting ryan and chad together so what is this rad or giant giant sounds good to me um I'll, I'll watch <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> all right so that's the wikipedia update here and then of course time to rank some songs Absolutely it is. We got four of them in this in this part, right? Yes. And I feel like you should go first and give your incorrect uh, takes and then <laughs> I will give the correct ones. Um, also, just I'm still on this Wikipedia page. It looks like uh, the uh, Rocket Man's friend is named uh, Donnie Dion. Is that him? A freshman basketball player who idolizes Chad and briefly becomes the show's stage manager? Sure. That's got to be him. All right. So it's we have a name alert. for you now. Donnie Dion. Welcome. Welcome to the Wildcats. Uh, so, what? yeah, we we will. <laughs> Uh, we will get into these song rankings. Number four, I think, no surprise if you saw how I was talking about each of these songs uh, just a few minutes ago. Uh, Can I Have This Dance is going to be my pick for four out of four so far. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just not that exciting. I, I'm I'm interested in seeing what you have as number four. Are we, are we going back and forth? Yeah, let's do it because I am very interested in, in what your number four is going to be. Um, so uh, to be clear, I think all of these songs are elite. Um, this isn't, you know, like uh, there's like one song that are kind of below the pa- Actually, no, I guess there's like a. a OK, uh, number four for me is right here, right now. Um, I think it's a great, you know, very nice Troy and Gabriella number. Uh, it's just my least favorite of the two that are <laughs> in contention here. So um as far as the other songs, I, um, the other songs that are here, I don't know. I just, it's, it's number four for me right here right now. Um, but I do feel like I wouldn't be surprised if all four of these songs ended up in the top half of this movie's songs. Wow. Yeah. Very unfortunate. Cause I'm also going to have right here right now coming in at three. I, you know, I love a good Troy and Gabrielle duet. I hate to see that both of their duets so far are in the bottom half of the rankings out of the four, but, uh, that's just how it is so far right here, right now at number three for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my number three is going to be now or never, which I love a whole lot. There's like, it's like one of those songs that I, um, 
there's like I love the chorus and I love certain parts of it. I love the try <laughs> um, of it all, and like it, it's really like, it pumps you up. Like I've never since this movie came out heard somebody say the number 16 and all i you know all 16, i hear is 16 16 16, 16 more minutes no, 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 16 16 16 more minutes get it ready game on um i think what keeps it at number three for me is the fact that it's like one of the songs in high school musical that i really don't know every word to which mm-hmm. is it's kind tough. of disqualifying yeah. um i will just piggyback off of that and you know uh, pretty similar here with Now We're Never Gonna Be Number Two for me. I love a good opening number. I love, I mean, you know how much I love the What Time Is It? So no, no surprise here that Now We're Never is gonna be number two. I also don't know many of the words, but uh, that's gonna be the case with a few of these songs at least. But you know, just it, it just does a great job as High School Musical does in just getting you invested into the new movie. You know, introduces all the characters back in the iconic moment with uh, Troy and Gabriella singing to each other. So it is going to be my number two out of four. All right. So uh, you know, anyone following along will know what your number one is. Um, That's do you want to? I guess I'll just say, it. yeah. Say um, it. <laughs> you know, I always forget that. By nature of countdowns, if you reveal number two, you'll also reveal number one. But number one is I Want It All. This is just such a fun Ryan and Sharpay number, just everywhere. I We mentioned, we we praised it up and down when we were talking about it initially, and just the production value of everything. It's just so damn catchy. Like, this will just get in, stuck in my head very easily. I'll, you know, start singing, uh, you know, I, I want it. I, I want oh, it and just all of that. So oh, I want it all. I think very easy. It was oh, very easy for me. <laughs> actually, actually, this whole uh, one through four for me was actually pretty easy. I think they were all clearly uh, in how I felt about them in their uh, respective spots. So I want it all uh, was always going to be number one for me in this part. I, I knew it as soon as I started uh, hearing it when I was watching this. So you said it was, can I have this dance at four right here, right now at three? Now we're never at two. I want it all at one. Correct thus far um i had right here right now at number four now we're never at number three um and i will go with i want it all at two can i have oh this dance God. at one so our our uh ranking is exactly the same except i am just so much lower on can i have this dance than you uh just about yeah um <laughs> exactly the same except for uh, for you know our number ones are completely <laughs> except for the different. big difference is that my number four is your number one yes um so i'll start with i want it all i want it all is uh like you said both of us praised it a whole lot and i continue to praise it a whole lot um it does have it has nothing going against it except for the fact that uh can i have this dance is my number one uh and i love uh that song i love their they sound great together it's just like I, these are the they songs do. that i go for i can't song argue that list. they do they do sound great these are the songs that I go for the, just like a nice, like, like just a ballad between these two of, or two people that have great voices. <laughs> like you'll, you'll catch me, you know, really liking a lot of these kind of covers on Glee as well. Um, just when two people sound so good together, it's hard for me to not want that song to be high up on my list of like, I would love to like sing that with somebody. I would love to like recreate the magic of that. Uh, maybe not in like person, like singing on a roof with somebody that I'm like, you know, falling in love with. Like, I don't really know about that part being necessary to the equation, but um, can I have this dance is one of my favorites from the whole series and uh it's my number one here and uh one day you'll you'll see the light um i don't know about that but i do agree that it is a great karaoke song as so many of these songs in these movies are locked mine let the music be your i don't know what this is are you singing can i have this dance again i've already i've already forgotten how this song goes won't you promise me We'll keep dancing wherever we All right, sound off in the comments. Who do you agree with, me, me or Matt, with where uh, can I have this dance? 
be ranked. It cannot be a middle of the pack song for you. You either have to rank it first or fourth. So let us know uh, where you come down well, on we'll that. We'll see. We'll see. There's still plenty of songs to come. I don't know if yeah. it's going to stay at the top for me or stay at the bottom for you. So we'll we'll have to see. Um, but let us get out of here for this part one of High School Musical 3 senior year coverage uh, so that you guys can go play part two and part three, which I don't know if they're going to be as long, but the movie's longer. This was in 40-minute bits that we're watching it. So first 40 minutes are done. Next 40 on the way and then that's it that's right and then the the final 40 so uh we are coming into the home stretch of this project uh i'll be very upset when it's done but i've you know looking forward to at least the uh the last two sections of this movie Yes, absolutely. So thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think about anything that we had talked about today uh, at Matt Ligori at MattyFresh24. Thank you guys. And we will see you in part two.